I'm Michelle Broadbent and welcome to your Business Boost podcast. Join me as I take you behind the scenes to show you what it's really like to build a successful business. I'll be sharing practical tools, advice and insights that will change the way you work. So if you're ready to boost your business and your life, let's get started with today's episode. Hello, it's Michelle here. Welcome to today's episode of your Business Boost podcast, where I am very excited to be turning the tables on one of the very first podcast hosts who welcomed me onto her podcast. This is a number of years ago now, way before I had this podcast. I reached out to a number of podcast hosts asking if I could appear as a guest on their shows. Um, Because I did not have this podcast, because my business wasn't quite as established as it is now, needless to say, I got a lot of rejections. But this woman very generously welcomed me with open arms. Um, She workshopped some great uh, topic ideas with me uh, for us to have a chat about. And it is an opportunity that I will always remember and be really, really grateful for. And I am just, I'm so happy to have her here on this podcast today to share her wisdom with you. So that wonderful woman is Jen Donovan. Her podcast is called Small Business Made Simple, but she's actually got a really interesting business journey. She has been in business for a very long time. She started her life as a lawyer and then became a retail store opener. Um, And she is now a podcast host and marketing consultant. Uh, So you won't be surprised to hear that Jen and I are are having a discussion today that is very skewed around the importance of prioritizing marketing in our small businesses. But this is coming from a woman who really knows the power of marketing. Uh, She isn't buying into all of the sort of fatty stuff, the tricks. She has supported literally thousands of businesses to um, become known in their communities. You may have heard of a little thing called Spend With Us, a campaign around buying from a bush business that was established a number of years ago here in Australia that was Jen. Jen is the woman behind that. And she, you know, that is one of the many, many, many interesting things about Jen. And I was just so happy to have her here to talk to you today, uh, just giving her tips around simplifying marketing, social media, being able to give it the attention that it deserves in our businesses. Because one of the big, big blocks, I think, for so many business owners is having the time to to do 
marketing activity in our business, but also knowing exactly what we need to do. So Jen and I do go off on a lot of tangents, but an area that we do a really deep dive in is that power of human to human marketing, the power of community. And this is definitely Jen's zone of genius. This is something that she has done brilliantly in her own businesses, but she also shares some examples of other businesses that have done like are doing really well because they've built a really strong community and and really utilize that power of word of mouth marketing. Uh, So you are going to get a lot of gold from this conversation. I loved chatting to Jen. I really hope that you get lots out of this conversation as well. That's always my mission with this podcast is to bring you content that you can consider implementing in your own business. So do share with me if you take action from this episode and what action you take and the impact that it is having on your business. I always love hearing that feedback. And if you want to go one step further, it would mean the world to me if you could leave a rating and review on your favorite podcast player for your business boost. This is something that isn't necessarily going to boost your business per se, but it's definitely going to boost mine and it's going to enable this podcast to reach more people. Um, I want to be able to help as many people as possible with the information that is being shared here, but you know as well as I do, if you are an avid podcast listener, there are so many podcasts out there. And the only way that we can cut through, sadly, is by ratings and reviews. That is what makes this podcast um, more visible to more people. So if you have a moment, please take the time to leave a rating and review. Um, But now I am going to let you enjoy the wisdom of the wonderful Jen Donovan. Jen, I am so excited to be turning the tables on you. So for our listeners, fun fact, Jen was actually one of the first podcast hosts to have me on her show, which I realized as I was preparing for our chat was exactly three years ago this month. Um, so how how long have you had your podcast for, Jen? Um, I started in 2018, so it's five years, five Five years of talking to myself to a microphone. I don't know whether that's crazy or great. Oh, I think it's awesome. And, you know, you don't just talk to yourself, you talk to a lot of guests and I was so grateful for you having me on your podcast and I'm really happy to finally be returning the (laughs) favour. What what made you start a podcast like how, how did that sort of all come about and how does it fit into your business and your content model now yeah I guess why I started it um I my story sort of goes that I, I had a retail store and my best friend and I we decided to sell that retail store um and but during the time that I had it I always had a mentor I always had a marketing mentor you know that's where I found my passion for marketing Um, And when I sold my retail business, my marketing mentor said, hey, do you want to come into business with me? And you can do the social media side and I'll do the marketing side. So we kind of traveled Australia together, you know, doing workshops everywhere. And we had a mastermind membership together. And then that sort of lasted almost probably two years. And then it dissolved 
really quickly. Like basically I walked off a stage into my car and I never went back. And there's no malice in that. It was just time. And I'd sort of uh, spent a lot of time in Melbourne for my listeners. I live on a farm in the Riverina of New South Wales. So I'd spent a lot of time away from home. And I was like, I've had enough. So it was kind of one of those things of, right, there's a marketing consultant for every corner of every street in Australia. How am I going to stand out? How am I going to be different? And that's what lended me to podcasting. And I know that there's lots of podcasts out now, but five years ago, there was still a lot of podcasts, but it wasn't quite the landscape it is today. So that's really why I did it was how do I stand out from a crowded marketplace I can use my voice. And I remember when I started, I mapped out 27 episodes, you know, dragged in all the people that I knew. <laughs> so, so I reckon I can get to episode 30. And um, and I just started. I, you know, went to YouTube, learned how to do it. Um, yeah. So it was really that that mechanism of thinking like strategically like a marketer. How do I stand out from the crowd? And I guess where does it fit in still? Like I'm up to episode. 247 I think oh, as we record gee. this podcast amazing. Um, and it is my hero piece of content like you know it sits at the top and everything else that I do like does come out of that um that podcast so uh it gets repurposed into blogs it gets repurposed into social posts it gets repurposed into youtube channels like it yeah it kind of sits there as my hero piece of content yeah, that's incredible. 247 episodes <laughs> and five years of talking. But I think when you're on to something that that works, um, mm. like, and I guess you would have seen some enormous shifts over the last five years in terms of like the number of podcasts that are now out there and all of that yeah. sort of thing. So yeah. um, I think the average podcast, they say statistically, has something like 13 episodes. Oh, so, wow. yeah, yeah, that's Because true. basically because yeah. people start them and then they, you know, just don't go ahead. And um, I, I know listener notes, if someone sent me this stat, they came across it, listener notes, has my podcast ranked in the top 1.5% globally? And I think that has to, more to do with longevity than what it does with downloads. It's just that, you know, to have a podcast for five years is quite unusual. Yeah. Like most people have dropped off by then. Yeah, yeah, that's well. Um, yours is still going strong, and it's because it's it's incredible. So we will actually, I'll put some links to Jen's podcast in the show notes. So sort of touched on your business journey in terms of like you didn't start out where you are now. You actually started yeah. out retail store, I guess. In terms of like the change that is, because there has been a huge change. Um, you, business partnership dissolved, and then you went out on your own yeah yeah so what were you doing when you started out on your own and where are you now (laughs) sometimes I feel like I'm still on the same hamster wheel but um so I actually started off in law so law was what I trained for out of school and um yeah my best friend and I yeah, decided we'd throw in our corporate jobs and buy a retail business, basically, is how I uh, ended up in retail. But yeah, so law was where I started. 
So I guess my business is still ever evolving from where it was. It's certainly, I was telling you before we press record that I'm currently writing a book. I already know what my second book is. So it's kind of like, you know, it's the evolution of where you are in business. And I think that's what I love so much about having your own business is you, you never finish where you started. And you never finished probably where you thought you were going to finish either. Uh, if you had told me 12 months ago that I would be writing a book, never alone, you know, already thinking about the second one, I would have told you I was a little bit crazy. You were a little bit crazy and probably I'm a little bit crazy too. <laughs> um, but I guess the core of my business as a marketing consultant is to help small businesses make marketing a priority that and I've never wavered from that and that's where I keep saying that I'm perhaps on that same hamster wheel is because I've still got that same core goal to help small business owners make marketing a priority because I know if they can get their marketing right they can grow the business that they deserve and you know make the money that they want and you know we all went into small business for a bit of freedom I don't know whether that ever happens but uh, the so, yeah, so I kind of in some ways feel like I'm still on that same hamster wheel because that that still is my number one goal or mm-hmm. that is still the value that I'm trying to bring to the table. And, of course, more small business owners just start. So, you know, I'm kind of like, you know, I've had lots of lots of clients over the years that have gone on to bigger, better things or change direction. But there's always the small business owners that are coming through that need to learn how to make marketing a priority. Yeah. So did you start actually doing the doing for them? Is that is that how how your work began in this space? Um, no, I really just started from a coaching point of view because okay. I'd had the partnership um, yep. where that's what we were doing. I kind mm-hmm. of took that model and made, you know, I guess repurpose it into just my own business. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So the occasional one I do, I, even now I still um, have a couple of clients that I do their marketing for them, but it starts at that higher level of blogging. So, mm-hmm. you know, I write the blogs for them and then repurpose those sorts of things for them. So it's kind of not just social posts or something like that. But I really only take two of those on a year because um, life is busy. Yeah, and it's a lot. It's it, yeah. it's a lot of work. It's a lot, but it keeps yeah. me. It keeps me in the game. Oh, like this. Yes, I. Yeah. Sorry, I shouldn't have interrupted you. But yes, no, I. See but that that's why you. I do it. Yeah. Because, you know, it's all very well for me to sit here and say, you know, you need to make marketing a priority and you need to do this and this is what's happening in the world. But I'm a marketer. Of course, if I'm a bad marketer, then you shouldn't hire me. But to have the, and so I've got to market my own business, but to have the experience of being able to market other people's businesses and test and measure things with different audiences, that's super powerful for me as a marketer. So that's why I take on just a couple of clients each year. Um, you know, to do that, to keep my finger in the pie. Yes. I have this conversation with a lot of service providers who have mm-hmm. kind of, you know, built up teams and, um, you know, they've sort of, they're, they're, they're that more, you know, strategic thinking in their business, but like all of them, they love getting their hands dirty still. Like they do still love like, you know, like as the tradies would say, get on the tools, like they yes. love it. So mm-hmm. I guess, you know, thinking about your your customers and, and you know, very similar to um, the listeners of this podcast, like where do you see small business owners struggling when it comes to marketing their businesses? 
Um, uh, look, I'd be a fool not to say time, just uh-huh. really making it a priority. Um, I, I think that some small business owners haven't got a taste of what it's like to market your business properly and what that can actually look like and what that can actually do for your business. Um, you know, for some small business owners, it's it's just social media, but marketing is just so much more than that. Mm-hmm. And I guess the biggest gripe that I have, and I see it on social media all the time, especially in Facebook groups that I hang out in, that drives me batty is people say, because, you know, at the moment we have an economic crisis, we have costs of living rising, and therefore purse strings are getting tighter and tighter. And people are on social media going, oh, my sales are really down. I've never had to market before, but, you know, I'm what, what can I do to market my business to get more sales? And half of me, not even, no, I shouldn't say that. 30% of me says, kudos to you. You've never had to market before. And the rest of me goes, imagine the money you've left on the table. Imagine how much better your business could have been if you made marketing a thing that you did. Like it's all very well to say, oh, I'm so good. I haven't had to market. But imagine if you did. Yeah. Wow. (laughs) It's so true. And I think, um, is that just like the fear of the unknown? Do you think, I mean, you know, when you talk about time too, I think, you know, so many business owners struggle with so many, like it's not just marketing, it's all the whole, all the other functions of their business, you know, the business of doing business because they're so busy doing, you know, in the trenches as we, as we touched on before. So, um, you know, if someone is feeling that way, it's like, have you got like a sort of that first step in terms of, you know, making it a priority, finding the time, like what is something that they could do to kind of shift the priority, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. Look, I think they need a couple of quick wins. If they had a couple of quick wins and saw the power of it, then that would uh, probably make them sit back and go, I should do more of that. Yeah. uh, Because that really helped. Um, and, And I think also, thinking outside the box with your marketing, you know, marketing just isn't Instagram. It just isn't Facebook. Um, You know, marketing is so much bigger, better, broader than that. Um, You know, even something like word of mouth, like businesses grow on word of mouth, but that's actually marketing. And if you actually tapped into that and put some strategies around that, you could really like, you know, excel that. So, you know, it's just not about finding more time to post on social media and things like that. But if you do put it into a social media type of space, like when people say I'm too busy to post, it's just like, well, grab your phone, press live and do a 60 second video and it's done. Like, you know, and I know that people have fear around video and that's not as easy as it sounds. And I really really do get that but at the end of the day marketing on social media can be as quick and easy as that yeah yeah and um and I love that you're talking about um you know I guess what we would call traditional marketing as well as opposed to the the digital because I think um you know something that our our listeners should also know about you is that you are like you know a specialist when it comes to rural and regional small businesses as well so do you see that you know I guess like you know do you see that as more impactful with the businesses that you are supporting in regional areas that that real reliance on traditional marketing 
I think it is uh, to a certain degree, but I think the one thing that rural and regional, if they tap into it mm. correctly, has perhaps over city-based businesses is community. If yeah. they can tap into that community. Mm. And I think that city people, city businesses learnt that during the pandemic when they couldn't move very far. They learnt the power of community. That's something we've always known out here in the bush, so to yeah. speak. So I think that is one of the things that sets um, the marketing apart is tapping into that community, building that community. Uh, you know, as much as I talk a lot about marketing, I talk a lot about community building. Like if yeah. you can put a picket fence around your people and, you know, what do they say? People come for the content, but they stay for the community. They stay for the if, community. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. That's beautiful. I love it. So putting a picket fence around, like that's that's such a beautiful image but also it's so it's something that I think all business can take especially now you know people Mm. are like as you acknowledged tightening their purse strings but it's like Mm. if I'm gonna if I'm gonna invest my money in whatever it's like where do I feel like I belong yeah 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 and it's really human nature we all want to belong to something yes. you know that is one of the powers of community so whether it's a friendship group or whether it's a religious group or whether it's a community-based group we all want to belong to something mm-hmm. um and business is no different you know yeah. people come for the content they stay for the community what are you doing yeah. to build that community of People who will come back and buy from you over and over again, people who will refer business to you because, you know, they know, love and trust you, like all of that. Yeah. Where have you seen that done really, really well? Like have you got sort of, I guess, an example of where we could spotlight a business that just kind of nails that community aspect? Yeah, look, I I think there are a lot of small businesses that really do nail that aspect. You know, one of my best friends who runs a a, an amazing business um, locally to where I am in the Riverina of New South Wales. She barely touches social media. She does not have a website presence, and yet she has a multi-million dollar business because she has created a community. Um, She's the one person that I refer to when people say, does boosting your posts on Facebook work? And I'm like, no, it doesn't except if you have a great community because you know, I know Michelle can put something on her social media, boost it for $5 and it sells out. You know, I'm pretty yeah. sure it would have sold out without the boosting. But so this is a retail business, is it, Jen? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. A retail business. Yeah. 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 Yes. Mm. And I see that too. I mean, there are some, um, there are some regional businesses, regional um, retail businesses that I follow online. I've never even been to the town that they are located yeah. in, but they have such yeah. a strong presence. And so then I'm like, you know, friends will say, oh, I'm going to such and such. I'm like, you need to go to this store. And they're like, how do you even know about it? It's like, I follow them on social media. So I think that you. Like jumbled online. Yes, that's exactly one of the stores that I'm talking about. That's that's that is a business that has definitely, um, you know, built on community and done it brilliantly, I think. Yes. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. You know, I was um, fortunate enough to start a Facebook group back in October 2019 called Buy From A Bush Business. And it was basically a similar time to Buy From The Bush. I think, you know, there 
hashtag was sort of trending. Most people that I was coming across in the country didn't know how to use Instagram. So I thought I would open a Facebook group and that Facebook group grew. I think now it's got 380,000 people in it. And as much as I am super proud of the fact that that group has been built and it's changed lives in the rural landscape, but it grew because of community. Like, yes, I set it up. Yes, I marketed it. Yes, I had a hand in it. But really, it was the people who invited their friends and their friends that invited their friends and their friends invited their friends to sort of come and support rural and regional small businesses during some pretty hard times that we were going through. That's what built that group. As much as I would like to say it was all me, it was not me. It was the power of community. But you, but it was you that started it and you that knew yeah. it and you that, and you know, that is, I love that you just kind of threw that in there, Jen. And I, you know, that was, that was one of the first things that I knew about you, you know, when, when I, when, you know, I sort of first came into contact with you and it is an incredible feat. Like it really, really is. And I, and, and I'm sure you know, you have changed the lives of many, many business owners because of doing that. So, and and it yeah. wasn't like you kind of went, like, what was your intention? I guess, yeah, when you started that, like, why did you do it? I, I think it was, um, I think most entrepreneurs have this thing and not that I like to call myself an entrepreneur because I grew up in the 80s with the skaces in the bonds and they were entrepreneurs (laughs) so I think it's a bit of a dirty word just personally but I think we see a problem solve a problem we have this thing where we see a problem solve a problem the problem that I saw was buy from the bush was a trending hashtag at the time but Mm. the people I was coming across were like how do you use Instagram I really need to get on this train how do you use Instagram and it was kind of like I can teach you how to use Instagram or or I can solve the problem because you all know how to post on Facebook. And so that's sort of where that idea come from. But I think a lot of great ideas, or I don't think, I know amazing ideas come out of just that. See a problem, solve a problem. Yeah, I love that. That's the one we'll put on a on a billboard that because it's so important. It's like more businesses would, yeah, is there a problem in the first place that needs Yes, yes exactly yeah that's awesome Jen um so because I like to leave people our listeners with action that they can take um what are say three actions that our listeners can take to make social media and marketing in our businesses more simple um I, I think if I start off perhaps with, on a social media site uh, and maybe controversially <laughs> I will say get really good at one platform. There are so many out there to choose from. And Mm. it doesn't mean you only have to post on one platform, but build the content for one platform. Get really good. Like if you choose Facebook, if you choose LinkedIn, if you choose TikTok, whatever it is, just get really good at that. Um, I think also, and again, I don't mean sound really basic but I think it's about time we went back to our basics if we haven't done it recently because we are all changing really quickly so Mm. where is your ideal client who is it and where are they really hanging out these days Mm -hmm. and gone are the days where we can just say something like Instagram because like okay are they watching stories are they 
interacting with reels? Are they watching lives? Are they just flicking through the feed? It's kind of like you can't just say my people are on Instagram. You now have to find what strategy on Instagram works. And it's the same with other platforms. So I think, you know, going back to that basics of, you know, those three questions that most marketers will throw at people, who is your who? What do you want to be famous for? And where does your who hang out? And if you can get those right, you you know, you can kind of start making your marketing simpler because you know what to market, you know who to market to, and you know where to market to that person. So they're probably the biggest tips. Um, if you want to make marketing easier as and probably simpler too, but easier, embrace video, embrace live video, um, embrace turning up yourself human to human marketing like you know I said that I started my podcast because I wanted to stand out from a crowded marketplace why does that work well it works because no one does business like me no one talks about marketing like I do and it's the same with your listener no one does things the way you do it so showing up in your own business is one way that you can really stand out from that crowded marketplace. So if you're not already showing up, whether that be on video or blogs or podcasts or just in social feeds, make that a priority and see what that does to your business, allowing people to get to know you. Yes, because, you know, humans do business with humans and that's great advice, Jen, really awesome. So I have one last question for you. It's the one that I ask all of my guests, but I love, this is like one of my favourite things to find out about people is something that you have read, listened to, watched or experienced that will give our listener a life or business boost. What is your recommendation, Jen? Well, my recommendation would be... um, the book that I have read recently is Andrew Griffith's book and the, the name of it is just not coming to my head, but it's kind of like um, someone has to be the most expensive. Why can't it be you? Oh, like I, I'm paraphrasing okay. there. It's yep. not the actual title, but it's close to the title. I'm so sorry, Andrew. Um, <laughs> the book is in my bedroom, so I can't even look at it. Um, but yeah, it's basically like, and I think that is, when we are looking at harder economic times, people tend to think they need to bring down their prices. They have to discount their prices. And really this book is so well-timed, even though it's been out for a couple of years to read because it's like, no, no, someone has to be the most expensive. Why can't it be you? There's a reason why Tiffany's still exists in economic climates. There's a reason why we still are prepared to go and pay $11 for that um, almond croissant because it's just so good, even though perhaps we can't afford it so you know someone has to be the most expensive why not make it you I think it's a really good read especially for now and especially if you're kind of thinking I should put my prices down read that book first yeah I have heard it I've heard of this book um I will put the name of it um with a link in the show notes so um that's a great recommendation thanks Jen and then how can our listener connect with you how can we get more of you in our lives where can we listen to the (laughs) podcast yeah, so um, my website is socialmediaandmarketing.com.au. My podcast is called Small Business Made Simple. So you know, hence trying to always make marketing and business does life simple. what it says on the box. Yes, it does. <laughs> it does. And if you are interested at all, our episode is episode 90. So you will have to scroll back a little bit for that, but go and find it there. Otherwise, I do hang out on all the socials. Um, I, LinkedIn is kind of my favorite place, but I am quite active on is Instagram. Is it really, well. Jen? Is that yeah. is that your sort of 
your, your one place, like where you're creating content for. Yeah, look, it's the one across, place. You know, I guess I follow you on all my or all platforms. So, but um, yeah. that's really interesting that that link, it's LinkedIn for you. Yeah, LinkedIn's kind of my favorite because it's where I learn the most as well. Um, I really like over there and I learn quite a lot while I'm over there as well as sharing, you know, what I want to share. Instagram is probably the place that I hang out the most and I often question that. <laughs> Why do I hang yeah. out there the mm-hmm. most? But mm-hmm. um, LinkedIn is really my favourite platform for learning and for interactions and just finding really good quality people um, awesome. to hang out with. Great. Well, I will put the link for people to connect with you on there in the show notes. Jen, you have been a wealth of wisdom. Thank you so much for your time. I've loved talking to you. Oh, it's been such a pleasure. Thank you so much.